Alright, I guess we should start. Should we? I guess so. Alright! <laughs> We're back. <laughs> Graveyard Ship Movie Podcast, episode number 67. This week, it was Maverick's pick. Yep. He picked uh, Shutter Island. From 2010, directed by Martin Scorsese, the man, the myth, the legend, Scorsese. I gave that same intro to uh, Spielberg, but Scorsese is getting it too. Um, But also starring Leonardo DiCaprio. Shout out, Leo. Hell yeah. But uh, Maverick, I'm going to change it up. We're going to start with your score. Because you, before we were talking earlier, and you said that this movie wasn't what you thought you were picking. So I don't know if that means you like it, or if it means... I don't know what... It, so what What are you going to rank your pick for this week? Uh, I'm going to go with... Four. Yeah, four. I, it was a good movie, but it wasn't what I thought it would be. Um... And a four isn't saying that it was a bad movie necessarily, um, and the the only thing I knew about this movie was the trailer, and the trailer really misled this movie for me. So it's getting. I didn't a watch scored. the trailer. Yeah. So, uh, well, with that four, uh, Maverick, get ready for this one, because uh, for only the second time for me for this podcast, uh, I'm giving this one. A perfect ten out of ten. This movie, <laughs> this movie slaps. <laughs> this Have movie, you, so you ever watched? This movie I had before? seen it. I had seen, and I won't say it because we're getting the spoilers, so I won't say anything yet. So I had seen it, and I knew kind of what the conclusion is that we'll talk about. But man, I forgot like just how they did it and what the lead up. It's been so long since I watched this movie. Uh. And it slapped. So, shout out. It's probably... Because my favorite Scorsese movie is Wolf, and Wall, Wolf on Wall Street. Uh, and this might or be... Wolf of Wall Street? Wolf of Wall Street, yeah. I've fucked up the title three times. Maverick had to correct me. But uh, Leo, funny, he's in that one too. Uh, but, yeah, this one is creeping. This one might be my second or third favorite Scorsese movie. The only one, Goodfellas, is up there. Um, I, I don't know if you've I'll ever watch watched Goodfellas. it. One yeah. day, we'll do a smoke break for it. But, um, but yeah, I'm going to give this one... A, I, I seriously thought, because I was watching it, and I was like, man, I want to give this one a 10. And then, as we came in here, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to give it... <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to give it a 10. So, uh, there you go. That's our rankings for... Shutter Island. Uh, spoiler warning. Trust me, there's big, <laughs> big spoilers. So uh, if you haven't seen it and you want to watch it, now's the time. If you're not, everything's getting ruined. So you've been, you've been warned. You've been warned. Been warned. So, did you ever figure out that he was a patient there? That he was crazy? Not that they told. Not until they told me. Cause yeah. I was going with the whole vibe of they're going to try to get him to, you know, like, they're going to try to admit him yeah, to cover up all their bullshit. 
Well, this movie, it, it reminded me of a, a couple movies. It reminded me of a movie called Jacob's Ladder, which we haven't watched. Um, the, funny enough, I think Tyler was going to pick it like his first pick, but then he ended up picking that fourth time movie. Um, it reminded me of Jacob's Ladder. It reminded me of The Lighthouse, <laughs> um, which I don't know if that's just because a lighthouse is in the movie or what. I think it has to do with Leo with all his visions throughout the movie. Yeah. And there was a lot of that in the light. But then, most importantly, Maverick, and see if you had the same feeling. Didn't this movie give off a lot of Wicker Man vibes? Where, like, the Wicker Man, it was a dude goes to a secluded island. Like, no one's telling the truth. He's trying to figure out this mystery and stuff. And meanwhile, you know, there's this conspiracy where he's like, they're working against me. And the whole time, I was like, man, this feels just like the Wicker Man. Even though I knew at the end of the movie that you know leo was gonna end up being crazy but i forgot i forgot like how they do the reveal i forgot like what it was that made him crazy i just thought he was like a crazy dude or whatever i forgot like the uh, uh, most of the stuff about this movie except for like that he was he was insane but uh Mm. It was something I told you. I was like, the end of this movie depressed me the fuck out. I was like, I need to go watch some cartoons or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, After it got over, they totally got me because mm. I really was like, you know, they're they're plotting, yeah, and the fucking um, they ended up like when he's like, well, where's my partner, right? And the dude's yeah. like, uh, where's Chuck? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why they ended up just, like, they just gave up on the whole illusion. Um, well, if I remember right, like, wasn't someone coming to visit, like, the next day to see if he was better? Because I think, wasn't Ben Kingsley, who plays, like, the head doctor, What I think he was like, they're coming tomorrow, and if you're not better, like, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna make sure you never hurt anyone again yeah so which i t i took that as like electric chair or some shit or or no, no they were gonna they were gonna do a lobotomy uh, yeah lobotomy yeah, yeah. okay because they said lobotomy like 90 times in this movie yeah which um once again you never you never watch one flew over the cuckoo's nest but uh do you know how that movie ends one flew over the cuckoo's nest Jack Nicholson. I've never heard of that shit. It's it's classic, but I won't. But it has to do a lot with lobotomies and shit in that movie too. Um, Jack, I won't. So Jack Nicholson is a prisoner who acts crazy, so then he can go and spend the next year of his life in a mental asylum where it's a lot looser than jail. Even though he's not really crazy, but he's convinced people that he's crazy, and then he's like trying to run the mental asylum and stuff. But anyway. Maybe we'll watch that one day too. That's a that's a classic. But uh but yeah, so I think that's why they gave up the bit at the end. Was people were coming to see if it worked. And if yeah. it didn't, then I think it was game over. I um skipping to the very, very end. I think it did work. Because yeah. of dude's last his last that's, said, uh, thing. Yeah, that's a lot. So the movie We'll we'll go through the movie in a little bit, but the ending is, uh, like we said, 
Leo is crazy, and like we'll go into it, but he's this whole the person he's been playing in this movie isn't real. It's a made up guy that he's created, yeah, so he doesn't yeah, have to live as himself, who we'll get into his whole backstory. But he ends up saying, Okay, yeah, I'm I'm this guy, you know, all this stuff is made up or whatever. That's and how he does it. That's how he yeah, does I'm it, just yeah. This guy. And uh, the final scene is Mark Ruffalo. Uh, who plays his partner in the movie, once again, we'll get into who he really is, walks over and sits down next to him, and Leo's like, what's the next move, boss? And uh, Mark Ruffalo's like, I don't know, you tell me. And he's like, we gotta get off this island, Chuck. There's something bad going on here. And Mark Ruffalo just looks over to Ben Kingsley, and he's like, "Mm." and he just shakes his head. Yeah. And it's really like, the whole movie, they paint, like, the way they build Ben Kingsley's character is to be like the evil doctor who's got this plan and you know they're uh there's this whole thing where he has a conversation with a lady where she's like they're making super soldiers people who can't feel pain and they can't admit to anything they did and you know all this shit and they paint ben ben kingsley as like this bad guy and by the end of the movie you can really see that ben kingsley is like really upset that like it doesn't work and like it's clear that he cares about like what's going on there and he's really trying his best to, like, help out Leo. And it doesn't work. And so he shakes his head over at them. And they send over the guy who's, like, holding an ice pick. Who uh, would obviously would be for the lobotomy or whatever. It wasn't an ice pick, but it looked like that. <laughs> it was like, it was, they just showed something wrapped in a towel. And I was like, what yeah. the fuck is that? I thought they were going to fucking shank him. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> Just, yeah, in the yard. I thought they were just going to take him out. I was like, but, okay. um, and then as they're coming to get him, Leo's like, you know, there's something this place has me wondering. It's like, is it better to live as a evil man or die as a hero or whatever? He's, uh, yeah, uh, live as a monster or die as a great man. Something or a good man, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, which and I then, thought was fucking fantastic. Yeah, it's because re- then he goes walking off with them, and the final shot is of the lighthouse. Uh, which is where, what we've learned is where they do like brain surgeries and stuff. Which would be worse? To live as a monster? Or to die as a good man? So the movie kind of is like, well, that's what's about to happen. But that line, it has, because there's either, there's two sides. There's people who think that Leo regresses at the end again. And he is crazy. Or, like Maverick said, that Leo accepts what's happened, but he doesn't want to live with the fact that he killed his wife and all the bad stuff that happened. And so he chooses to let them basically get rid of all this so he can just, you know, not have to deal with it at all. Um, I thought, yeah, once they... I figure it as they lobotomize them. And then just from then on out, he'd just be the fucking uh, yeah. U.S. Marshal, the person he well, created. a lobotomy, basically, and that's like a real thing. They did It basically, from all accounts, just turns people into zombies. Like, they're not, they just sort of stand there. They don't do anything. Um, because they get rid of their frontal lobe, and it's like all about, it gets rid of all their creativity, and like, all, the, all this shit in their brain. So... And I, you don't know what's going on inside their head, but from a outside point of view, they're just standing there. But, yeah, so Leo just, people think he just gave up 
on live and so he's going to just let them get rid of all this which i'm not sure which side i really fall on i like the theory about he decides his his last words like maverick said makes it seem like he knows what's going on um but i'm not sure if i believe in that or if he just regressed because from what we've heard he's been regressing over and over again for the past two years or whatever yeah. yeah so um it's hard to tell but yeah that ending the end of it i was like jesus christ <laughs> it was something man it was yeah so um but anyway we'll get into the the movie a little bit uh movie starts off with uh leo and mark ruffalo or as i just write him down in my notes as the hulk the whole time yeah, the whole time <laughs> <laughs> But uh, they're on a boat. They're heading over to Shutter Island. Uh, even though I don't think they call it Shutter Island. The island's called something else. Or the mental asylum is. It's called, like, I was going to say Alcatraz, but that's not it. It's, Collector's uh, Island? No, because that's a prison. It, it, was some, it started with an A. I don't remember what the name of the, the asylum was. But uh, they're on a boat on their way to the asylum uh, because... A woman by the name of Rachel something. I don't remember her last name. Uh, basically vanished overnight. She escaped from her jail. So there are two U.S. Marshals on their way to investigate the case. Uh, and on their way there, you get some... Back- Leo tells Mark Ruffalo that you know he was married, uh, but his wife died in a fire that killed four people. Uh, and that that's his little backstory and shit. Also, uh, another fun little thing at the beginning is that Leo can't find uh, his cigarettes in his pocket. And that, once again, looking back, that's just another little thing that's like, oh. <laughs> there was a couple. I um, I wanted to get some explanation on the ending, so I watched a couple YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. And there's some shit, like, they point out key points where, like, oh, it's pointing to he's actually um in the the men like he's yeah yeah you know what i'm trying to say yeah man i got you i got you but uh also as they're entering like the asylum the opening music in this movie was bumping i was like god it was so loud (laughs) it was super loud um like but but yeah, they, they enter the island and they're met by uh by the the asylum guards, and uh, they tell you know they're like all right uh, you don't go into this ward unless you're uh, you know uh, followed or have company, uh, and they tell them where everything is on the island, and then they're like we need your firearms you're not allowed in here uh, with your firearms, uh, and then Leo finally decides he goes okay and he hands over his gun. And then something that I knew was weird when it happened, but I didn't know why it was weird as it was happening. But keep in mind that when Mark Ruffalo goes to get his gun, he can't get it out of the holster. So he just gives over the whole holster holster and the gun, which when that was how I was like, what's going on here? But uh, keep that in mind for when uh, it comes back later. But they, uh, they go walking through the courtyard. You get this creepy ass shot of uh this lady like brushing rakes and she has like golem hair where it's all stringy and shit 
And then she's just like, oh, that's a fucked up. Yeah, and she's like uh, telling her Leo, fucking, her her throat was slit. She had a scar across her yeah, throat. Yeah. I was like, Jesus. She tells Leo to be quiet, and then he looks back, and she's like, <laughs> and she's smiling at him and shit. And uh, once uh, that scene alone had more horror in it than anything the in Beetlejuice whole movie. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, well, yeah, there was another part I thought it was pretty horror-y. But, uh, but anyway, Leo and uh, Mark Ruffalo go in, and this is when you get introduced to Bing Kingsley in this bitch who uh, plays. It was real weird because he wasn't the warden. He was just like a the head doctor or something. I don't know what his role is. I don't either. Because then later, they end up talking to another doctor who's in the chair across from Bing Kingsley. A fucking Nazi doctor, yeah. Yeah, and he... To me, it seemed like he was more in control of the place than Ben Kingsley. But I don't remember what their titles were. But um, but they meet Ben Kingsley. Uh, they're, this is when they're told about, you know, Rachel. Uh, she killed her three kids. She drowned them and then put them at the kitchen table to eat a meal before the neighbors realize what was happening and shit. And you're like, oh, god damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um also, I wrote this down, which I don't think has anything to... But then there was... Because once again, obviously, I knew Leo was crazy. But then I started thinking, because Ben Kingsley's like, oh, her husband died on uh, D-Day in Normandy or whatever. And then I started thinking to myself, I was like, wait, is uh, is Leo dead? I remember thinking to myself, are they going to do a switcher where she, he is the husband of this lady who uh, he died on D-Day? Which... I guess we kind of, because later on, you do kind of find out that that backstory they gave was of his wife, but I don't think he's dead. I just, <laughs> he is just crazy. Um, uh, they they show Leo some pictures of this lady, and this is when you get your first uh, t- time that Leo has his weird visions because uh, they show him the pictures of the lady, and then he gets flashes to uh, what we'll find out later is a concentration camp that when Leo was in the war, him and his uh, group of soldiers infiltrated, and there's just frozen dead bodies everywhere and shit. And I remember that was popping up, and I was like, what's going on? <laughs> I was like, I don't remember this part. That was probably one of my favorite parts. That was cool. Scenes was the frozen bodies yeah. on the train. Um, it looks good for 2010. Yeah, yeah. Um, they uh, so they get they get all this stuff about this lady that escaped during the night, uh, and then they end up interviewing um, all the patients and stuff to see if anyone knew about. And the only I just wrote down that uh, <laughs> this one dude that the first guy they talked to, he's like, man, or. Uh, or no, I'm sorry. This is when they go outside to look around some, and they're talking to the main uh, cop dude uh, who's there. And Leo's like, "What about that cave over there? Could she be in there?" And the cop's like, "Nah, the cave. That cave's got thorns the size of my dick in there." <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, that and, dude was uh, weird. That dude was weird. Um, which also during that scene something happened that i didn't really think twice about until later when i was reading stuff is that when leo looks around all the cops are just sort of sitting around yeah like they have their feet yeah they just have their feet in the water and stuff 
And I didn't really think anything of it then, but then well, reading I, I on it. I took it as, yeah, I took it as, like, the whole time I'm still in the mindset of they're going to try to make him th- crazy. So they yeah. were really, like, they knew where the girl was in my mind. They were the ones who yeah put her somewhere else so that he would come to the island, is what I was thinking. Uh-huh. But now... You figure out he's crazy, and then the guards are just playing like exactly. Role play. Yeah, reading it, they're just like they're sitting because they don't have anything to do. There isn't any real mental. Yeah, patient. they know that they're just playing a role. So that yeah, they're not doing a very good job of playing the role because they're no, sitting like they're just sitting there. Yeah, but um, uh, but anyway, so then after this is when Leo starts to uh, interrogate some people. Um, you find out that. Uh, her primary physician, Dr. Sheen, keep that name in mind, uh, had left that morning on a ferry for vacation. And Leo's like, he's pri-. well, no, weird thing is, it's not even Leo who says it. It's uh, Mark Ruffalo who's like, wait, so you're telling me this Dr. Sheen is her primary doctor and he leaves the day that she escapes or whatever? That's awful weird and shit. And they're like, yeah. Um, and so instantly you start getting weird vibes because they don't want to tell they won't call dr sheen or they make one try because leo's like we'll call him and they go and the, the radios are down because there's this big storm coming in yeah big storm um, yeah and instantly they're giving off these weird vibes and they don't they, you can tell they're keeping something to themselves um this is when uh we like i said they go to meet uh Ben Kingsley and who ends up this like Nazi doctor who also is working at this place. Um, and you get a cool back flash. That's not right. Flashback, flashback. <laughs> of um, Leo in the war. And this is when you see the, uh, the fucking, the Nazi dude who ran the concentration camp tries to kill himself when they come in. Yeah, but shoot he, himself in the head. He botched it. Botched job. He botched it, yeah. <laughs> and so he just, like, shoots himself in the face. And so he's laying there, like, dying. And he's trying to reach for the gun. And Leo just real slow, like... They almost look like he was doing a ballet dance. It he did. He did a little two-step. Yeah. Yeah. And he just sort of moves the gun away from him. And Leo's like, it took that Nazi bastard an hour to bleed to death or whatever. Um, and... Yeah, and you get, like... Well, that's all you see there. Because then later on, we come back to that same part. But, uh... Nazi Doctor and Leo argue some... Um... About... Just random shit. <laughs> and, uh... And I'm gonna be honest, that conversation they were having, I kind of... Uh, that was the one part of the movie that I really kind of was like... Alright. <laughs> Blanked out a little bit was when the Nazi Doctor... And Leo were talking. But whatever they were talking... Leo was like, we're fucking out of here. You guys are lying. See you pieces of shit later. And uh, he leaves. But then that night, he has a dream of uh, his wife telling him that Rachel isn't... She isn't gone. She's still on the island. And uh, she ha- he needs to stay there and look for her. And then she like turns around and, and her whole back is like ashes and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Well, she's, she had mentioned another guy, too, to go look for him, that he was on the island. Yeah, yeah. Um, Andrew, whatever. Yeah, Andrew. Well, yeah, well, Andrew Lightus or whatever. Yeah. It was his last name. Yeah, we'll get we'll get into him. Um, 
But anyway, so the next morning they wake up. Uh, and there's a giant storm. It ends up turning into a hurricane. So no ferries are coming in. So they can't leave. So Leo decides to just start working the case again. Um, there was a... One, even though once again, I knew like Leo was crazy, but I, I, the story was so engaging to me that I started like writing down notes. Cause I was like, he's going to figure out this mystery. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and like, I was writing down cause Ben Kingsley is talking about Rachel and he keeps on going, uh, she was this and she was that. And Leo is like, why do you keep saying was yeah, everything and not past, is? Past tense. Yeah, and of course you're thinking, oh, well, she's dead or something like that, right? And I wrote down, I was like, this is getting good. Leo is <laughs> figuring shit out. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so then this is when Leo finally starts talking to patients and shit. Um, and this one patient is just randomly talking about this girl. Who he's like, she wanted to suck my cock. I could tell she was a slut. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, from her eyes or whatever. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And, and he was talking about, um, she wanted me to pull, like, he could tell from her eyes that she wanted him to pull his dick out so she could laugh at it. Yeah. Like, from her eyes, like, he could tell. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. This dude. <laughs> No wonder he's in a mental asylum. Yeah. So he, he he cut her up with a fucking glass. Like some sharp glass or whatever. Yeah. And then the, the same guy right after that, he's talking about, uh, you know, he hates hates sluts and stuff. And then he starts going on about, uh, you, oh, know, you know, all them people, the retards and the N-words, they should all be gassed. And, and I was yeah. like, Whoa. Yeah, because they, they brought up Rachel. And he was like... That bitch drowned her own children. She yeah. should be gassed, like the other people Thomas previously mentioned. <laughs> yeah, so I'm saying that shit. Yeah. and uh, yeah, and he freaks out, and I was like, "Well, calm down, buddy." And Leo, yeah, like, man, is tweaking. Yeah, Leo like lunges across the table and he like grabs him by the collar. He's like, "You listen to me, you motherfucker!" <laughs> and then they <laughs> like they come in and break it up and they get rid of it. Uh. And then you have another character who's just in the movie for this one scene, uh, but I really liked her, is the next lady they interview, and Leo's like, you know, you seem pretty normal for around here. And she goes, yeah, well, you know, even pretty normal people have bad days. Unfortunately, my bad days include chopping up my husband with an axe. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. oh, shit. But then, but then, like, she talks about how the husband, like, kept cheating on her and beating on her and stuff and no one would help yeah. so she chopped them up but uh she killed that man killed him but uh yeah so she they have a conversation with her for a little bit and then um once again the little tidbit is uh fucking leo is like what do you when's the last time you saw dr sheen or whatever and she like looks over to mark ruffalo and then she's like, can I get some water? And Mark Ruffalo leaves or whatever. Uh, and she snatches Leo's book and writes down some shit. And I was like, ooh, what's she writing down? I'm thinking it's going to be some, like, juicy information or something. But then they end up looking, and uh, it just said run. Yeah, on it. I, was like, oh. I was disappointed. I was too. The note, I thought, could have been a little better. Um, but at the same, it I guess at that point, it helps to build up the uh, there's something going on. You need to leave, you know, they're keeping you here and all this shit. Um, yeah, so she writes, uh, fucking run or whatever. Um, fucking, 
this is when, after they leave, is when Leo starts telling Mark Ruffalo that there's another guy on this island he wants to find. A guy by the name of Andrew Lytus, who was the maintenance man at the apartment building that they lived at, who was a fire geek, and he's the one that lit the match that killed his so wife. call him a fire bug. Something like Which that, yeah. Cool. He's the um, arsonist. Yeah. Um, like the light shit on fire. And he's the one that killed his wife. Apparently, I think he got off on that crime, but then like a year later, he killed another family with fire, and finally they sent him to, to jail or whatever. Um, and so... Or not jail, they sent him here. He says that he's somewhere on this island, uh, most likely in Ward C, which is where they put all their most dangerous criminals and shit at. Yeah. Well, not criminals. Sorry, patients. Because Leo has a conversation with Ben where he keeps calling them prisoners, and Ben is patients, and he keeps on correcting them or whatever. Um, But yeah, so this is why Leo personally signed up for this job, is because he has sort of second... Uh, you know, he wants to find Andrew Lytus, uh, most likely to kill Andrew Lytus, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I won't, I won't spec, speculate on what his intentions were if he found them. Um, this is when they go to look in a fucking cemetery for Rachel, cause that's a place they haven't looked yet. And they're like, well, maybe she was hidden you know, in the one place no one would think to look. And so that's just a graveyard where she'd be buried or whatever. Uh, and as they're there, the hurricane fucking kicks in the full force and starts knocking down trees and shit. There's a real, I don't know if it's real, but in my mind it was real, which is when they're running to get to um, the little tomb or wherever they go in to stay safe from the storm. Did it, I know that it was like trees and debris flying by. Did it not sound like bullets? To you. No, I didn't get it. No, I didn't to me, it. I was like, and I didn't know we were about to go into another war flashback, but it sound, I was thinking it was going to transition into like some shit where he's getting shot at. Because it sounded like, like just bullets or whatever whizzing by. But, uh, but anyway, I don't know if that's that's just something I took from it, so it might not be real. But uh, they, they go into this fucking tomb to hide out from the storm. Um, They start talking, and this is when... Uh, I think Mark Ruffalo is like, he's like, if we find Lytus, you know, I won't, I won't judge you for whatever you do if you want to kill him or whatever. Um, and Leo talks about when they were at that concentration camp, how after they saw everyone all dead and frozen and shit, they just lined up all the Nazi soldiers and you get a great shot of just going down the line of just all the Nazis and then just fucking (laughs) <laughs> just yeah. lighting them up and uh and leo is like leo is like it wasn't fucking it wasn't war it was murder or whatever um another great line another great line so leo says he's had enough of uh killing yeah so, so he wasn't gonna kill the guy that killed his family yeah or no that killed his wife because he didn't have kids as his alter ego right yeah, he didn't have kids, no. It was just her that died. But he did say that... I don't remember if she was included in it, but he did say four people died in the fire. Which, in total, when we get to the end, four people did die. But I don't yeah, know his if that wife had, and three kids. Yeah, I don't know if that had something to do with it. 
Um, this is when I wrote down... They have found a note from Rachel. But I think it was a different note. Or no, it was the note under her bed. Um, that they found at the very beginning of the movie. And they found this note that said... Uh, what did it say? It was like... What was the beginning part? Because then the last thing was, who is 67? Yeah, they were saying, yeah, on the note. Um, I forget what the first part said. I do, too. That's the part I'm struggling with. But, yeah, it says something, and then, who is 67? And they've been Kingsley and them are like, we have no idea what it could mean. But then, uh, after the hurricane, they get picked up at the cemetery and driven back. And they walk into a meeting where uh, Ben Kingsley and everyone's having a conversation. And during this, uh, Leo picks up that there's 24 uh, women patients and fucking 42 uh, male patients. And so Leo's like, wait a minute. So that's 66. So then wouldn't the question, who is 67? That basically means that Rachel thinks you have a 67th patient that isn't documented or whatever. And they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, they have, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, which one? When, when we get in, like, because obviously this whole thing is just role play or whatever. So it's like, what was there? How much of this did, did they put that note there and just be like, yeah, this will do something? That's, <laughs> I don't know. Now that I think about it, yeah. Because funny enough, when I was reading theories about the ending and stuff, and really there's only the two, is whether he was crazy again at the end or if he was making it up, I didn't see a single one try to say that he really wasn't crazy and that this was, that they just made him think he was crazy, you know? But because uh, it, it, I don't think they made him crazy. I don't I think, think so either. Was. But I'm surprised that no one has brought up a theory saying that he really was that they it worked whatever they did they made him think he was crazy i don't think there's any because the lady was telling him in the cave about how he's been taking they're giving him like slipping him drugs right mm-hmm. in the cigarettes and the food and the water the, the actual takes for his headaches. yeah the, the pills he took yeah um and i don't think there's anything out there that can actually like make you think because like halfway through the movie or whatever he he actually he's like yeah i am andrew my wife i killed my wife after she killed my three children and he's having these flashbacks of remembering and i'm just like there's no amount of pills that can make you like if that wasn't real he wouldn't be like remembering it like that hey well let's get some pills and we'll test it out tonight baby (laughs) factor cut (laughs) but uh but yeah, so he's throwing out all these accusations, and he's like, she, she, you're lying about everything. There is a 67th patient. And then Ben Kings is like, have they not told you? Rachel has been found. And then it just cuts to them looking at this girl in her cell. Um, and once again, you know, she had left uh, barefoot. That was a thing earlier, where she had left both pairs of shoes she had uh, in her room. Which then added to the mystery of it all. Because they talk about how rough the terrain is around the island. And there's yeah, thorns everywhere. And, yeah. And so, also, I I meant to say thorns. But I think I said thors everywhere. And that's not what I meant. Chris Hemsworth, they're everywhere throughout the island. <laughs> but, uh, 
And so I only mention that because as they see her for the first time, they look down and her feet are like spotless. So once again, yeah, it's like, they um, I think it was Mark Ruffalo that said not a not a mark on her. Yeah. So she was walking around barefoot and uh, like eluding and es- escaped everybody. Then she would at least have a scratch. Something. Yeah. But yeah, but no, she was she was clean. Yeah. So she she talks to to Leo some. And her whole deal that they had made up is that she drowned her three kids and she acts like it never happens. Like she's still just living her normal life. And so she starts calling Leo by her husband's name um, and all this shit. And she starts hugging on. And Leo, like. Yeah, Leo Leo's starts asking her questions. Yeah. Leo starts to. At the time, I didn't put it together. But now looking back on it, because he starts hugging her back and he's like, oh, nothing's going to happen now. You know, we're to, and it seemed like he it was just he was thinking about his wife because in the back of the head, he knew that this was his wife's story about drowning the three kids and she gone crazy and stuff. Um, so that's what I take now afterwards as he was thinking about his wife here and all that. Um, but then, yeah, that's cr- they had that lady like that was an actor, right? Yeah, Not like because then because what I'm going to because. Next, she just starts saying, wait, I buried, who are you? Who are you? And just starts freaking out. And so, unless that was a real crazy lady, but it doesn't make sense that it was, since this whole thing was role-playing made yeah, up. Yeah, she, that lady is a fake person, like they yeah. said it. She's a fake, she's not real. It's like, what was the point in making her yell at him? Who? Oh, well, maybe, because she's like, who are you? Who are Maybe it's to try to work in that he's not really who he's saying he is. I, I don't know, but that's, that's just another um, weird thing. This is when they go to Ben Kingsley's uh, room right after this. And this is when Leo first gets his uh, migraine where, man, I don't know if they just like the bright, their brightness was killing me. Like the flashes and stuff. Yeah, the flashes like, ah. were <laughs> and so I started getting a headache watching this dude get a headache. Um, yeah. And, yeah, so they give Leo some medicine, and he, like, passes out. And he gets some crazy nightmares where he sees Andrew Latis uh, with a a gnarly scar across the face that Leo had said he had, and his eyes are different colors. Um, For a second, I thought it was Robert De Niro, but it wasn't. I don't know who that was playing him. But, uh, and he's just talking some, some crazy shit. Um... And and then he sees, uh, like, Rachel with her dead kids in front of her and all this shit, which obviously is not really Rachel, but he doesn't know that. Um, and during that whole thing, because he's, like, uh, Andrew Lightus, like, I can't pronounce Lightus is his name. He lights a cigarette for Leo. And there's a cool-ass shot where he hears uh, the Rachel lady scream and when he looks over, if you notice, Maverick, his, like, cigarette smoke is getting sucked up back into his cigarette. Like, it's all just uh-uh. going back in. Yeah, it was really cool. And then the next shot, the cigarette's gone or whatever. So it's like it just vanished back away or whatever. But uh, I saw that. And I was like, ooh, look at that. <laughs> the smoke's going back inside. Um, but, yeah, so, and he sees uh, the kids, dead kids and the wife and stuff. Uh, and then he wakes up again, and he's like, oh, god damn. 
Um, second movie in a row that we've had where last week with American Werewolf in London, dude, was having all these terrible nightmares waking up all sweaty. <laughs> second week in a row with this. Um, so he wakes up the next morning. Hurricane's finally passed. Uh, unfortunately, though, it's like taking out all the electrical fences across the island. Patients are just like walking around and stuff. Everyone's having to grab them and shit. So this is the time where Leo's like, let's get in the ward C. We'll see what's going on in there. Uh, and so they go running in there, him and Mark Ruffalo. And uh, the second they get in there, um, the next thing you know, this motherfucker just runs up and goes, tag your it. <laughs> he just like. Yeah, out of the dark. Yeah. Just... And at first I thought that was uh, Andrew Latis who tagged him. Um, because he went running after him. He's like, you motherfucker. And I was thinking, oh shit, is that the guy? But I, you know, I don't know, but he goes, he goes chasing after him and he winds up just in these dark ass corridors where he's having to flick matches to see where he's going. Uh, he's walking past all these crazy people who are like reaching out and grabbing them through the cells and all this shit. Uh, and then when he gets to the very back of this place, uh, there's another guy back there who starts talking to him and he's like, she's going to kill you. You need to let her go. And Leo's like, show me your face. Who the fuck are you? And I was like, Oh man, who is this guy? I thought, um, for a second that it was going to be Leo seeing himself in that cage. And I thought that was how they were going to do the reveal. Cause like I said, I forgot how they did the whole, you're crazy thing. Um, but it wasn't him. In fact, it was a uh, Roshak. <laughs> from uh from watchman who was in the, in the jail um uh, playing george something i don't remember his last yeah. name i don't remember he called him georgie yeah like he knew and he was like georgie and uh roshak is like you did this to me and shit meanwhile i'm just waiting for him to say you're locked in here with me <laughs> and, like just fucking but uh you know and george george like just keeps yelling his face is all fucked up and shit which will come back later um but he's like you gotta let her go she's gonna kill you and shit and uh and he's like who who are you talking about uh and i don't remember how he ended up ending his conversation with george did someone come in to get him or did he just leave what do you mean well because he's talking to george but then did did Mark Ruffalo come back down there and get him, or did he end his conversation with George and leave? Yeah, yeah he because George was yelling at him behind the bars and then went and sat back down and that was the end of the conversation. Okay, I couldn't remember how it ended, but um, but yeah, so um, they uh, Mark or uh, Leo leaves. He runs back into Mark Ruffalo, who they had gotten separated when they were in the. Uh, the fucking place also george starts planting seeds into his head because he's like how long have you been working with chuck or whatever he's like they're fucking with you 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 just met this guy or whatever and he's saying that it's a whole setup deal of him coming to the island and all this shit um yeah i don't think he was he was meant to um find georgie yeah, I, Georgie again. I don't think he was meant to see George. They were trying to keep him out of Ward C. Um, but, so he he leaves George, um, meets back up with uh, with Mark Ruffalo. I fucking clicked out on my notes. I'm having to go back. 
He meets back up with Mark Ruffalo, and Mark Ruffalo's like, check this out. I found the intake. You were right. There is a 67th patient. And he has the intake form for Andrew Latis. Um, so he's like, they've been lying to us, you know? And Leo just sort of does like a, all right, cool, man. I'll look at it later. And you yeah, can tell he's that... Not- yeah, he's not trusting him. Yeah, George has really fucked with his head, and so he's not trusting anything Ruffalo's saying. Um, and Leo is like, I want to get to that fucking lighthouse. I want to see what's going on in there. That's where whatever's going on in this island is right there. And Mark Ruffalo's like, uh, c- come on, man. We don't need to do all that. And he's like, why the fuck don't you want me going in there and seeing it and shit? And now he's like full on just paranoid mode. And so he's like, I'm going to get in there. You're going to stay here. And Ruffalo's like, I'm coming with you, boss. Uh, and Leo's like, no, you stay here. And so he he makes Ruffalo stay. He goes and he only gets like, he walks up to it and then like the tide has come up. So he can't get to the lighthouse. Um, and so he's like, fuck. So he goes back to the cliff where he left uh, Mark Ruffalo and he's not there. And he's like, what the fuck? And he's like, Chuck. Chuck, and then he looks, and a cigarette is at the very end of the cliff that's burning. And I remember looking at me like, "What? What's going on here?" You know. Yeah. And then uh, he looks down, and there's a really cool sound effect where it almost sounds like you can hear Mark Ruffalo fall, where it's like a whoosh, that happens when he looks down. And you see. Uh, Mark Ruffalo just down there dead, like on the ground. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And um, Leo, like, climbs down this fucking rock face. Uh, and he gets all the way down there. And he looks. Uh, and it's just a rock. It's just a rock yeah, that looks yeah, like a body. Yeah, all the way down there. Yeah, and it looked like a, a body from above. Yeah. And at this point, I was like, I was like, God, what is... Like, once again, I, I knew that the ending, I was like, what, what's going on at this point? I was like, how is this all going to come, you know, full full circle? Um, but, so, also, I, I did call bullshit because as he's climbing down the rock face, it just so happens that the intake sheet flies up to him and he's able to grab it while he's on the cliff, yeah. Um, so then, as he's down there, the next thing you know, all these rats start crawling out of the wall like, through this little hole, and the whole rock is just covered in rats now. There's a lot of rats. A lot like, of rats. And Takashi's everywhere. Yeah. It's not CGI, because there's no way 2010 CGI looked like that. Yeah. So they had real rats running around the set yeah, like man. that. Uh, and so then, as he's down there, he also sees this little, uh, little thing inside the cave, and he can see a fire is going on, because it's getting dark now. So... He starts climbing up the rock and he's like kicking rats out of the way. <laughs> and he climbs all the way up and he finds this little cave like on the side of this uh, mountain that this lady is in. And she's like holding a knife and she's like, I'm going to keep this if you don't mind. And he's like, that's all right. And he just goes to sit next to the fire. Um, and so immediately he's like, you're the real Rachel, aren't you? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, uh, how long have you been a patient here or whatever? And this is a, she tells him she's never been a patient here. She never had children to kill. She's never even been married. She says that she was a doctor here. Uh, and that this is, you know, she starts talking about this. They pick people and they start making, they do brain surgery to get rid of all their 
you know, to get rid of their pain and they get rid of all their memories. So they can basically make these guys do whatever they want and they will never have any memories to confess to anything. And they're, yeah. you can kill them because they're still people, but they don't feel any pain. So it's a lot harder to like get them to stop doing whatever they're doing. Um, it was, she was talking about um, Germans, like the Nazis experimenting on people and yeah yeah um the russians in like gulags experimenting and she was like the usa is doing it on that island yeah um which you know once again because already the nazi doctor dude is there so leo starts thinking this makes perfect fucking sense because this guy's here you know and so it's all adding up to him and he is like this is when also she's like uh, I think he winces or whatever. He starts getting another headache. And she's like, you got a headache? And he's like, I'm prone to migraines or whatever. And she's like, have you drink drank anything or taken anything while you've been here? And he's like, I've taken like an aspirin or something. And she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> she immediately just starts, their medicines, she's like, at least tell me you're smoking your own cigarettes. And he's like, no, no, I haven't been. <laughs> so she's like, she's telling them everything they're giving him is laced with this like medicine that will make him feel sick and eventually start to just get paranoid and all this shit. And so basically at this point, Leo's head is fucked. Like she is, she has destroyed whatever sanity he had left her at this point. Um, so, and she says that everyone knows what's going on. She's like all the, all the, the nurses Everybody's know what's happening. It, yeah. Everybody's in on it. Yeah. She's like, and Leo's like, where's my partner? Where's Chuck? Uh, and she's like, you don't have any friends here or whatever. And so she's basically saying, you're alone. Everyone's fucking with you. Everyone knows what's going on. Yeah, they um, were saying Chuck was in on it. Yeah. Um, fucking Leo eventually, he leaves uh, the cave. He leaves the cave in the morning because the lady says that she always moves spots. And she says that, you know, they think that she's dead or whatever. So... They won't come looking for her, but they'll come looking for him. And if they come looking for him, then there's a good chance they find her. So she's like, you got to go. So he leaves on his way. So she was never real. Never real. So he never saw that fire coming from the cave because she made that fire. Yeah. So it's like a really tricky. Like, so if. She didn't make the fire. Did he make the fire? Crawled down the rocks, went, oh shit, there's a fire up there, and crawled back <laughs> up the rocks. He did the old whoop de wop back to the rocks. Yeah, so when, when you start fucking with the human brain and, like, memory and, uh-huh. I don't know, it gets a little tricky in, like, uh, in film. Like Yeah, yeah. I still don't know how they pulled it up. Was it just, like, a vision? So did he crawl in the cave and then just pass out, and then he had, like, a dream of that or whatever? I think he... He really thought Mark Ruffalo died, and he crawled down there, and then as he was there, I think at this point, after he saw the rock, or had the hallucination that the rock was Mark Ruffalo, and when he looked back up, um, I think it was all just in his head. I don't think there was any fire or anything. I think he just made it up. I'm not even sure, honestly, thinking back, he might have not even been in that cave thing. He might have just climbed back up, because then the next morning, he's like walking on a road. But, but I think he, I think he really was in the cave, but none of that happened. I'm pretty sure he was like Gollum talking to himself in there and, you know, mm. had this whole situation going on. 
Yeah, because uh, at the beginning they said it's it's an island and it's eleven miles in with freezing water. Yeah. Uh, surrounding it, so like eleven miles from the nearest land, and Holy yeah, and there's no like two or three times in the yeah, movie. Yeah, the only way to get off the island is by ferries, and they control the ferries. Is what she says. So she's like, you you're not getting off. Um. But yeah. So, so the next, but she kicks him out. Um, the next morning he's walking along this road uh, and he gets picked up by one of the guards um, and him and the guard have this also I don't know this guard looks super Nazi-ish by the way like the hat he was wearing and everything looks super Nazi-ish and I don't think it was the main guard who's been throughout the movie he looked different to me and he sounded different but I don't know, it might have been him, but I think it was a different guy. So I don't know who this guy was that picked up Leo. But he just starts talking about, you know, everyone's violent. You're violent and shit. And Leo's like, you don't know me. I'm not fucking violent. And he's like, yes, you are. Yes, you are. He just keeps cutting them off. And he's like, you're, you know. And this whole thing about human nature and all this shit. And fucking, he's like, if I leaned in and, and bit your eyeball right now, could you stop me before I blinded you? And Leo's like, give it a try. And he's like, ah, boy. And he slaps him on the shoulder or whatever. So yeah, that was just a weird interaction he had with that that guard on the on the way back to uh, the island. Yeah, it was the warden, right? Was it the warden? Okay, yeah, maybe that was the warden. Um, because the warden has like the least screen time in this movie. He does. Out of, like the three pillars that run the island. Um, yeah, because I I think one of those YouTube videos I watched said the warden did not like him. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because the warden is probably just there to be a warden. And now he's having to put up with all this shit because Ben Kingsley is trying to do all these, you know, this re- weird role play to try to help these crazy fucking dudes or whatever. Which, uh, uh, we'll get, you know, because his crime, like, his crime alone, I don't think is that bad. Like, if you told someone this guy killed his wife. Because she drowned their three kids. I think people would be like, okay. You know, that seems That's understandable. Fair. He might still get jail time. But he I don't think... He would definitely get jail time. Well, <laughs> I don't want to, you know. But uh, I don't think anyone would bat an eye. But... Yeah, understandable. Him being crazy, like... And understandably so. That'll fuck with someone. But... Yeah, it's weird that the warden... Like I said, I think the warden's just a hard ass because he's having to deal with all these experiments. But it's weird that he would not like him in particular when you think of what his crime was and it really wasn't that bad. So, you know, but but anyway, uh, he drops Leo off. Leo goes walking in and immediately, like, Ben Kingsley and everyone, they're like, where have you been? And he's like, I'm on to you. I've, you know, I've seen all the show. He's like, where's my fucking partner? And, uh... Ben Kings is like, you don't have a partner. You came here alone and all this shit. And at this point, you're thinking that, like, either Mark Ruffalo is dead and they killed him. Or what Leo ends up thinking is that they've taken him to do, you know, uh, brain experiments to turn him into one of these soldiers. Um, and ben I, King- I don't know. I was thinking he was in on it. And oh, now yeah. they're they're turning it to where... They want him to think he's crazy because he didn't actually come in by himself. Yeah. He had his partner. Yeah. But now they're like, the partner's in on it. So now they're like, you never had a partner. Yeah. There was no partner ever. And then now dude's like questioning himself. Yeah. But he never broke. 
so he it didn't work yeah and so so yeah and ben king is like we run this island we control everything there is no partner you wonder and then uh leo starts to realize like if he keeps pushing it he's not going to get out of this situation so then ben king's is like so where is your partner and leo's like what partner, what partner? you know and i was like oh shit that's he was like okay i'll play your game yeah like um so then leo starts walking with this random doctor dude or no it was the head doctor it was the nazi doctor dude uh, and I don't know if the Nazi doctor dude had it on him or where Leo got it, but all of a sudden he just pulls out like some knockout drugs and a needle and he like stabs the Nazi doctor and puts him to yeah, sleep. Yeah, I don't, so he walked into the room with the Nazi doctor, mm-hmm. which we call him Nazi doctor. He was listening to a record that we, um... he was from, he was from Germany and he, I don't know if he was even involved in the war. But he, uh, I mean, it's all legal. He has his papers to be here. But it kind of makes sense that he would be a doctor for, you know, Nazi Germany and Dindir and all that. He would leave and come to America. So he might be, but we're just calling him a Nazi doctor. <laughs> the whole thing was, because dude didn't have a German accent. Yeah, he um, almost had a British accent, but somehow they deducted that he was from Germany. <laughs> well, it's because when you first meet him, he's sitting in the chair by the fire. And the record that's playing was the same record that was playing when um, when dude walked in at the concentration camp and the, the, the German shot yeah, himself yeah. in the head. It yeah. was the same record. And so that's he, when, yeah, you get your first flash of, like, the papers flying everywhere in that room. Yeah, so dude was, like, that's why he knew who the um, musician was on the record is because he's heard it before. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so, so Leo, he knocks out Nazi doctor, um, he goes and like, he blows up a fucking car to, (laughs) to draw all the people's attention over there. And then he's going to the lighthouse. He's like, I'm going to find out what the fuck's going on. And can I just compliment, my boy does a perfect swan dive into the water to go swim to the, to the lighthouse. I was impressed as fuck. Um. But, uh, but he dives into the water. He goes swimming over to the lighthouse. His fucking his wife is in these visions, telling him, "Don't go in there. You're gonna It'll die the in there. It's the end of you." Yeah. Um, and so he he also he steals a rifle from a guard that's on the island, and he like knocks him out. Um, he goes running into the lighthouse. He's like climbing up all the spiral stairs and shit, and he busts into a room, and Ben Kingsley's just sitting there at a desk. Um. And immediately, like, Leo's like, all right, this is the end of it. I'm on to you. I found the real the real Rachel in the cave over there. And Ben King's like, well, that's impossible because Rachel isn't real. And he's like, he's like, what? you know, and he's like, I, I'm sick of your shit. And he's like, uh, uh, he's like, you've been drugging me. How do you explain all this? And his hand shaking and shit. And Ben King's like, well, that's just withdrawals. And he's like, withdrawals, I haven't had, you know, alcohol in years or whatever. And he's like, no, that's withdrawals from extramadamadazine or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the pills they were given Whatever. Up. Yeah, he says the pills that they've been giving him for the last 24 months that he's been staying yeah, here. Yeah, last two years. Yeah. And this is when you start going, oh, shit. So then yeah. you're kind of, 
the way they've built the movie at this point you're like are, is he telling the truth or are they still trying to make him think he's crazy because they're an evil organization on this island or whatever making super soldiers um and leo's like no i'm a fucking i'm a u.s marshal and Benkin's like, you were a U.S. Marshal. You're I'm not- a U.S. Marshal. Marshal, yeah, yeah. Marshall. His accent was crazy. It was only on, like, certain words. Certain like, words, You'd yeah. have, like, a heavy accent, and the rest of the time, there's nothing. Yeah. Marshal. Um, and then, yeah, so Leo, this he's freaking out, and fucking... Uh, ben Kingsley stands up and goes over to a whiteboard. And this, I will say, is probably the most reach guest or clue that they gave you throughout the movie is dude rips off a uh, a thing and all the names of rachel whatever her last name is and andrew lightis and uh dola z whatever what it's all the same letters just reorganized or whatever so all the names are the same uh, anagram or whatever yeah um and i remember seeing that and being like okay that's cool but who the fuck's picking up on that <laughs> Like before, yeah. before no one would have noticed you. that. Yeah. And it had a he wrote it on its own board. Yeah, and like had it covered. With I like bet a you. I was like, why? I bet you when this came out, there was one fuck in the movie there who was writing the shit down, and he was going, oh, oh. <laughs> he was like figuring it's like it out. It's like a fucking world record scrabber, a fucking Scrabble <laughs> dude, and he. What the fuck like, is what the fuck is Scrabber? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Scrabble, whatever the fuck that thing is. Scrabble Bedabble. <laughs> Scrabber. That's our new game. Ever, we're going to make a million dollars. Scrabber, damn Scrabber. Or whatever that fucking Caleb City uh, one was. But yeah, so all the names were the same. And then this is when Ben Kingsley is like, uh, you're not um, William, whatever his name was. Oh, God. <laughs> you're not uh, whoever this is. This is a made up person. You are Andrew Lightus. And dude is like, what the fuck are you talking about? And Ben Kingsley's like, uh, you attacked George, whatever his name was, two weeks ago because he called you by your name and you would do anything to make sure that you're not yourself or whatever. And so that's why down in the, the cell or whatever, George was saying how, you know, Leo did this and his face was all fucked up and shit and he was, you know, saying all so. That's why George is all pissed off at Leo. Um, you beat him. Yeah. And beat so Ben Kingsley says that this whole thing has been the most, like, m- experimental role play thing they could ever think of to try to bring him back to reality. Where if they let him play out this whole thing where he was this U.S. Marshal who figured out this conspiracy on this island that maybe somehow he would revert back and realize who he was. Um, and this is when they say, they're like, if this doesn't work, you know, we're going to have have to take permanent measures to make sure you never hurt anyone again. Cause he's the most violent, um, fucking patient they have on the Island. Um, and so Leo is like, he's really, cause he's like, he's fucked at this point. He doesn't know what to believe. Yeah. And so he's like, "Where, where's Chuck? Give me Chuck!" And next thing you know, the door just opens, and Mark Ruffalo comes walking in, wearing this nice suit. And he's like, "Hey, boss!" And uh, Leo, like, he's like, "Chuck, what, 
what's going on here? And then uh, Mark Ruffalo. You working for them? Yeah, you working for them? And this is probably my favorite part uh, or reveal of the movie is the Mark Ruffalo's like, don't you recognize me? I've been your primary psychiatrist for two years. I'm Martin Sheen or whatever. And so Mark Ruffalo has been Dr. Sheen that they've been mentioning throughout the whole movie. And that's why he's been his partner and having to be with him everywhere is because he is the guy that's responsible for looking out for him. That's why, you know, when they keep, when Leo keeps asking the patients where Dr. Sheen is, they keep looking over to Mark Ruffalo like, this is weird. (laughs) He's, he's, He's sitting right here, you know? And... And I, I was like, fuck me, this is some <laughs> crazy shit. Um, and so, yeah, so they're, they're pleading with them and they're like, listen, they're, they're gonna, they're gonna put a, a lobot. <laughs> they're gonna do a lobotomy. Can't speak today. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, if you, if you, this doesn't work, this is our last effort or whatever. Um, also, by the way, if you remember, cause I talked about on the counter, Mark Ruffalo's gun is sitting there in the uh, in the fucking the pouch or whatever. The reason, even though uh, holster, yeah, the holster is he doesn't know how to unholster it because he's not he's a dog he's never dealt with it before so he just takes off the whole thing and gives it over and that's why that scene was so weird or whatever. Even though I'm pretty sure a normal person could figure out just and unholster a gun like it doesn't. I don't know why he had such trouble with it, but um. But so they're like, they're pleading with them and they're like, come on, man, we're trying to break through to you. Uh, and Leo like grabs his gun real fast. And he's like, all right, stay the fuck back. And this is when you get like prime Leo, especially over the last like 10 years, has had those parts in the movies where he just starts like yelling at the top of his voice. And he really shines through in those moments. And he's just screaming at him. And he's like, stay the fuck back. And, uh. And uh, fucking Ben Kings is like, the gun isn't loaded. You can't. And he's like, he's like, you're not getting with me on this one, Doc. I can see this mark right here where whoever shot at him like two years ago or something and nicked his gun. Um, and so Ben Kings is like, all right, go ahead and shoot. And so uh, Leo pans over and fucking bop, 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 <laughs> and fires, yeah, shoots him. fires like three shots of Ben Kingsley. You can see blood like splatter out on the back. Um, and then he looks over at Mark Ruffalo, but then you look back and Ben Kingsley's perfectly fine. And it was just in his imagination that the blood came out. And then Leo just like takes his gun and just snaps it. And it's a fucking toy gun. They gave this, yeah. <laughs> they gave him a toy gun. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And he's like, it, he's like, what's going on? And so then Ben Kingsley, uh, grabs some photos and he starts showing and it's, leo's dead kids and this is when you find out that his wife went crazy drowned their three kids um and killed and then you finally get a flashback showing you what happened where he comes home and his wife is just sitting out on the porch on like a swing and uh he's like she's acting all weird and he's like where are the kids and she's like they're in school and he's like it's a saturday and she's like they're in my my school has school on saturday or something and that, that was a crazy, yeah man. she's creep and then he looks over um and you just see three kids floating in a fucking lake yeah that that scene was insane yeah. and it like you kind of think that that's all they're gonna show but he goes over and like you get a full like five ten minutes of him trying to do mouth to mouth on like his daughter 
and just fucking just screw just balling and he's like just can't believe what's going on and he grabs like all three of his kids his wife is just watching from like the yard and he drags him back and like lays them all out on the on the ground um and his wife comes over and starts hugging on him and she's like i love you so much and she's like uh free me or something she said i remember well, she, she said they could dress up the, the dead kids as they could be their little dolls. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Yeah. This lady's insane. Um, and so, the next thing you know, Leo just fucking pop! And just pops her in the stomach and uh, kills her. And that's the, uh, that's the story of how Leo wound up where he was. And you get, like, one shot of Leo falling over in the lighthouse... And then it cuts to them in, like, a bed, and he's sitting up. And I almost thought it was a flashback to when he first got admitted to the hospital, when they cut to him in the in the bed or whatever. But it, it ends up being after the lighthouse part. Um, and finally, he admits to, you know, he is Andrew Lytus, and he made all this shit up, and he killed his wife in the spring of 52 because she drowned their three kids and all this shit. Um... And then, so they're like, all right, cool. And then, like we talked about earlier, the final scene, Hulk comes over and sits down next to him. And then he's like, when are we going to get off this island, Chuck? Something bad's going on here. And it's like, fuck, didn't work. Or never it did. Worked. Yeah, never has been. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and so Leo walks off to his fate. You get one last shot of the lighthouse. And the movie ends. What a fucking! <laughs> it was a journey, a, man. It was a journey, dude. That movie, Jesus Christ. Um, movie had a budget of eighty million dollars, made a, made a box office of two hundred and ninety four million dollars. I remember opening weekend. It was the biggest opening weekend Martin Scorsese had ever had until Wolf of Wall Street came out, and I think Wolf of Wall Street ended up making the most money he ever made from a movie too. So. Um, but so shout out to that, um, fucking, let's see, what was this I wrote down? Oh, never mind. I was reading the long shit, wrong shit. Um, yeah. And so then if you look back, we, we talked about some, uh, the clues of what's going on with all the guards standing around. Uh, apparently there's a shot where, like, a patient is drinking some shit, um, but then the next shot, she's not drinking anything, and apparently it's all because yeah. it's from Teddy's point of view. It was, uh, when he was interviewing the, um, the patients at the table, uh-huh. the, the lady who wrote in the notebook, when she asked, um mark ruffalo to get her some water when he brought it back uh he gives her a glass of water and then it's from um homeboy's point of view his whole thing is like uh is water so when he he had that crazy dream where he saw his wife and everything and then she turned to dust or whatever ash ash yeah um he woke up and he was covered in water because there's a leaky pipe yeah, um, yeah. And there's some other instances involving water, but I don't remember what they were. A lot of a lot uh, of water shit. Yeah, but so when he saw the cup, it was 
supposed to be filled with water. Yeah. But he doesn't fuck with water. Yeah. So he didn't see it. So there was no cup. Yeah. But she takes a sip of something, puts it down, and now it's empty. So now he could see the cup because yeah. there's no water in it. But that was from, it was like over his shoulder point of view. Mm-hmm. But then when it turns back um, and now it's over the shoulder of the, um, the lady, now there's an empty cup. Yeah. So it was showing he wasn't seeing shit. Yeah, once again, like now if you read it and look at it, it probably when you watch it, it's super obvious. But at the time, like you don't pick that up. And then later you're like, fuck me, you know? Um, there's also that scene I talked about where the guy starts freaking out, the patient they're interviewing. Um, you can see Mark Ruffalo look at all the other guards and shit and signal them to come over and stuff. And it's just have, cause he like, he is the doctor at that place. He's like the head psychiatrist and all this shit. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a bunch of, bunch of shit like that. Um, but anyway, yeah, Leo in this movie is like uh, Jason and Freddy versus Jason, where he sees water and he's like, <laughs> yeah. Even though, <laughs> even though Jason him. never had any problems with water before that, but uh, <laughs> that God, that Freddy versus Jason movie, really like it. Uh, but that water thing is real dumb com- compared to everything where he's literally like swimming <laughs> to get people in the water. But yeah, he doesn't fuck with water. Um, well, it just triggers that trauma because yeah. his kids drowned. So, but anyway, I also like it's thinking about it now is because he is Andrew Lightus and uh, and he hates himself and shit. It, it like every people in the movie kind of look creepy. I mean, the girl in the courtyard who did the the whole shoo shush thing. She looked creepy, but no one really looked creepy in the movie. I guess you can maybe say George, but that's just Rorschach. That's just how he looks. Like, uh, I, he was, yeah, he's just... He's a lot shorter than I thought he was. Jackie Earl Haley, that's his name. Um, he was uh, he was Freddy in the Freddy Krueger remake from, like, 2009. He's in, he's in a bunch of shit. But um, he was in season one of Preacher. Um, but but uh, no one really looks creepy. And then you notice when he describes Andrew Lightus, and when you see him, he's like a fucking monster, you know? And he's got a scar, and his eyes are two different colors, and his mouth is misshapen or whatever. And it's like, that's how he sees himself as. It's like going back to where he's like, live as a monster or die as a good man or whatever. And so, that's who Andrew Lightus is to him, is this fucking freak that, you know, doesn't deserve to live. But... Some fucked up shit. Trauma. <laughs> Anyone out there that's had their kids drown and had to kill their wife, let us know what your experiences are in the comments. But um I think that's about it for this one. Talked about whole movie basically. Uh like I said, gave that shit a ten. Go check it out. Even though uh like if you kind if you know what is the ending like kind of takes away from the punch a little bit, but it's a it's a good movie. Um, next week, it's my pick, and uh, we're watching a movie that I don't know how to say the name of Maverick. Um, oh shit! Because, uh, so the movie is The Witch, but 
there's a V in front of which. Uh, is it VV? So I always call it v yeah, it's like Vivich or whatever. So I always call it the witch, which I think is what it's called, the witch. But on the on the poster, or whatever, it's like VV. Um, but anyway, from 2015, the witch, which I like, I've seen before. Uh, the director of the movie has made another movie that I really like that we've covered on the podcast, which I won't tell you what it is, Maverick, because I want you to watch this movie, and then when we uh, come back here next week, see if you can tell me what the other movie is the guy made. <laughs> so oh, I want to see if you can uh, guess what it was. But anyway, next week, The Witch. Um, I want to try to do an overtime for Cloverfield this week at some point because we we had pe people wanting to see us watch Cloverfield and uh we haven't had an overtime for like two weeks or whatever I, I don't even know like I've heard of Cloverfield and I know there's a couple movies never seen anything on it I have no yeah. idea what to expect yeah um yeah Cloverfield because Cloverfield came out and then was it was just the one movie and then like 10 years later they made like that 10 cloverfield lane or whatever and then the next thing you knew they had made was two there a tv show yeah like they had made a tv show they made another movie that they didn't tell anyone was a cloverfield movie until you showed up which is cool as fuck but it probably takes away from like the money you make you know it's like if you went to a movie and the next thing you know jason popped up and it was a freddy versus or it was a jason movie but it wasn't advertised as that. Like, it's cool you didn't know it going into it. But the name value of Cloverfield, like, I appreciate that they took the sacrifice of taking away the name value and for the surprise of it's a Cloverfield movie. But anyway, I don't know when we'll we'll fit it in, but we'll try to do a do an overtime on the on Cloverfield. But anyway. Maverick, anything like to talk about before we send the folks on their way oh i got nothing nothing i don't know yeah i thought this was this movie was gonna be a lot creepier because insane asylum yeah. well i told you when you Island. picked it it wasn't much of a horror movie yeah yeah like i said i i didn't know shit about this movie yeah. um but it wasn't i mean it wasn't bad yeah glad i picked it you want to know what is bad is the fucking falcons are beating washington 22 to 30 right now i'm pissed fucking assholes anyway <laughs> so thanks for watching see you next week for the the vich the witch i'm pre when we do the podcast i'm just gonna call it the witch but i don't know how to pronounce that fucking movie but uh anyway all right see you guys next week later